0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com/aiforall. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio.
2: Welcome everyone and thank you first and foremost for being an intentional spirit. You know, people make great plans and go to great lengths often to go to Abhijania, Brazil to see John of God or many people along the way saw Sai Baba because there's something intriguing about seeing the true mystery that's measurable when it comes to miracles. And I wanted to have my dear friend and colleague today on the show, Rob Morgan, because he is one of those renowned healers and lives right here in the heart of USA. Rob, welcome to our show today. I'm so glad you're here.
3: Thank you, Temple. It's good to be on your show and hear your voice. I just, I just love your energy.
2: Well, I just want to tell everyone uh, the pleasure of how it all works together, because to me, connecting the dots is part of what you specialize in, energy and life transformation. But the way I was fortunate to meet Rob Morgan is that I was involved with a Brazil dog uh, rescue project and had requested a man go to Brazil to bring back eight dogs, and he actually... Ran into Rob and Rob said, I'm all about helping and I'm all about coming from the spirit of giving. And let me come to this place in St. Petersburg and see how I can serve and how I can participate. And the rest is history. And right. so you just never know, you know, through a window of what you're responding and saying yes to how it's going to offer such great pleasure and, and, and moments and miracles in your life. So, Rob, um, I've been so excited to have you on. I've, I've seen the work you've done. I've seen people... Uh, lose the canes, uh, get out of the wheelchairs, uh, renew, rebirth, you name it, we claim it. Um, how did you get your start? Uh, that's where I would love to have people become aware that you never know when you can have a transformation. And your story is definitely a, a transformative story.
3: Okay, well, you know, let's go way, way back. I, I was born with a gift, and so as a little boy I used to, animals used to walk up to me and look at me. And, you know, I was raised Missouri Synod Lutheran, and I knew about God, and I knew about prayer, and and I trusted that if you asked God to help you, that God would help you. And so I didn't know anything. I was probably five, and, you know, a rabbit would find its way and just look at me, and I would look up to the sky and say, God, would you please help this rabbit? And then I would reach down and touch the rabbit or the bird or whatever, and I'd feel this tremendous surge of energy go through my body and see it go into the animal, and the animal would, like, jump, and then whatever was, you know, the injury would, would be healed. And, you know, I just thought that was cool because I was doing what I was taught. As a, a, a young Lutheran, I was asking God for help and getting out of the way and surrendering to God, and God was helping the animal and all was well. Well, you know, unfortunately, my german lutheran parents didn't think that was a good idea and you know pretty much stopped me from doing that because they felt like i had been possessed or something like that which is actually a great thing is it allowed me to be a normal human being and have all the experiences that we have to the excess I'm, I'm one of those excess guys you know fastest car fastest everything most alcohol most everything and that's how i that's how i was and and including making a lot of money and so in, in 1995, fast forward, I had um, been in a situation that started, and in 1999 it came to a conclusion where actually all of the material things that I thought were important to me, all my expensive toys and watches and money was taken away from me. And, you know, it it uh, for a guy that's in his 50s to lose everything, you know, was pretty devastating to me, so I spent the next three and a half years going down into the dark side and doing a lot of drugs and alcohol and things to try to, quote, heal heal my pain. And so in 2003, like in February 2003, I had decided actually I was done on this planet and I wanted to leave. And in the process of doing that, I was living in Southern California on the beach and I walked out on the beach and I drew a circle on the sand and I stood in the middle of a circle and then I sat down in the middle of a circle and I jumped back up and I started screaming at God and, you know, I won't repeat all the things I said, but they weren't very kind and, you know, screaming at God for, why did you do this to me, blah, 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 and I didn't hear a response right away and then and then I started to hear things and I was convinced that I was making things up because I was in a pretty unstable state. and But the more I yelled, the more I heard, and basically what I was told on that wonderful day was to uh, go back to when I was a child and, and get out of the way and surrender and let God work through me. And so that's the short story, but that's how it started in 2003. And, you know, I, I went, to Sedona and I met all these amazing people and I had all these amazing experiences and before I knew it, people were lining up outside my door and I hadn't even advertised yet. And so I wasn't trained. I didn't go to a class. I didn't read a book. I, I just literally surrendered to the divine in a moment of you know, complete surrender and my life has changed into an amazing and completely amazing life. Every day in my life is amazing ever since then, 13 years ago. So that's kind of the quick story. But, you know, I I certainly never would have guessed that at age almost 68 that I would be doing what I'm doing. I thought I'd be retired sitting on a beach somewhere. But this is a whole lot better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A whole whole, lot better. A whole lot better. That is Uh, no no doubt about it. And so you are you have this awareness. People are lined up to see you. There's people that came to you and said, your assistant on the bus told me to call you. And you went, well, I don't mm-hmm. have an assistant. I mean, it was just so, you know, what you're supposed to do. Did it, did it just fit right in with you? I mean, were you able to just accept from the get-go, wow, you know, this is what I've been... I don't know if we talk about chosen people or people who
3: choose. Well, you, you have know, this in
2: front of I, you, and you made the choice. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with this. I mean, I'll,
3: I'll try this out. I'll give it a try. You know, yeah. it's kind of like I give it a try, and all these things were happening, and yet I was continuing to try to try to figure it out. You know, I was trying to look for, even though in my soul I knew it was happening, in my brain I was trying to figure it out, looking for an explanation other than the obvious one, you know, so I I googled a lot of things and, and I talked to a lot of people and, you know, nothing would line up except the truth, which was that, the, that what was happening was for whatever reason, that the divine was working directly through me and people were receiving enormous, uh, you know, awareness of the divine when I worked with them and And, you know, so it probably took me, honestly, several months before I actually really started to let go and just let God come through me without me trying to figure it out. And, you know, that was, it sounds easy, you know, as people just say let go and surrender to the divine and everything will be fine, and, you know, and I say that to people now, but I understand that it's it's a process and it's a really test of faith to just completely let go because us human beings... Sometimes have a rough time doing that, you know?
2: Mm, yeah, uh, 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 absolutely. And I remember the first time you came here, um, we had hundreds of people here uh, so excited to see you and connect, and they were all in some way seeking. Uh, some kind of transformation, uh, more energy. Um, some people had the measurable, the more obvious things. and I, I won't ever forget the the young girl that was about fourteen that was uh, in the audience and we picked her for you to work on, and she was extremely uh, autistic, along with some other challenges that she had. Uh, do you remember what she said that day?
3: I don't. I really don't. I mean, you've I rem- only seen remember, you know, a gazillion people,
2: right? But, uh, and you're in another her, state. Though. You're in another state, so I, yeah. I kind of unfairly put you on the spot there. Her, <laughs> what she said uh, to you, but and, and so everyone could hear her, is, please don't take away my autism. That's what she said. That's right, and I will never that forget now. that, because from our perspective... You know, oh wow, let's take that on. From her perspective, it was, I don't want you to take that away and and right. of course, her life was transformed. She became a, a hugger, uh, more extroverted, if you will. Her life totally changed a lot uh, in in ways that we don't have enough time on the show to mention. But I will always remember that. You know, that she said that. Well, don't take that away.
3: It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't she there just kind of by chance that night? Wasn't Her she whole, family that whole family occupied just... family this
2: row, and they were like, let's yeah. check this out. Let's see. Um, and it was just, uh, you know, really something. Um, I would like to highlight that Rob is uh, located in Asheville, and yet, he travels all over all over the globe and he's been to Mile High a number of times. Uh he's certainly been to the First Unity Spiritual Campus, been at a number of Unity and to Mind Centers and just highly recognized and uh and worked with Uh, some of the greats in the movement so wow here you are 13 years (laughs) later going wow this is more exciting than sitting on some beach um just (laughs) homing and uh, drinking tea that's for sure
3: (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't i have the greatest job in the world and i wouldn't change a thing you know i just feel so blessed and so lucky to be able to witness what i witness every day you know it's just i'm like a little kid still like a little boy that looks at what happens, because I'm not doing anything, you know. It's not Rob doing anything. I'm just surrendering to the divine and letting the divine do all the work. And I get to watch, and I love that because I don't go into a full trance. I get to see what happens. And I'm like a little seven- or eight-year-old boy that just stands and goes, wow, did you see that? Did you see what just happened? You know, I'm like an observer. Uh, It's almost like I'm watching somebody else do it. Because I have to step aside, and so I become an observer of whoever the being is working through me. You know, to do the work, and it's just exciting, and it's just it's so amazing to me what what's possible. And that's that's my biggest message to people is, you know, don't don't make a list of what's wrong with you, or make a list of all the things that you want to change. Just completely surrender because none of us really know for sure what's possible until we completely surrender. And so I always ask people just to surrender. Don't make a list. Tear your list up. Take a deep breath. Allow the divine to come within you and let go of everything, because that way you have opportunity to receive much more than you even think is possible. And that's what's so amazing to me, is I see things that that just are outside of logic and reason, and you know, I see it enough that that I know exactly what's what's available to all of us, not just a few of us. It's it's not it's not a selective process. We're all we're all able to connect with the divine and receive this beautiful love, and joy that's that comes through. So that's my job, you know, and it's it's tough, but I'll I'll keep doing it. I, I love that.
2: I love that you're you're talking about the, you know, not making a list and that kind of thing because um, a list often, it kind of keeps us still thinking that we have the illusion of being in control, don't we? Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that sometimes when I'm interviewed in different kind of settings, people will say, you know, where do you want to be three to five years from now? And I just, I'm not into goal setting. You know, I'm I'm not into that. I just... Um, I really want to vibrate at the highest level possible um, to really be comfortable with my humanity and to um, be a difference maker. But I I want to be into whatever is and, and even better. And when I get into like, oh, I need it to be this way or it has to be this way, I feel like I'm in the way. Right, <laughs> That's exactly. That's exactly. what you're saying is like a... Just, just show up with the best intention to totally surrender and allow what's supposed to occur to occur. Because a lot of the healings um, or the revealings, uh, we're not even aware of them. And more often than not, if we weren't, if we were aware of them, we might have already done something about them, right?
3: Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and and what I say, what I do every day as one of my practices is when I'm in my morning prayer i always ask what's the one thing i need to know or do today you know i don't and people always come to me and can you tell me my path or am i going to be six months from now like you said where am i going to be three years from now i'm like who cares it's like what are you going to do today right you know and i i often think that if god had come to me the day before that february day in 2003 and said hey rob let me tell you what my plan is for you. First, this is going to happen, then that's going to happen, then this is going to happen, then that's going to happen. I would have said, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the timing, God. I I would like to change some of the things around and make it more acceptable to me. But, you know, I'm glad, you know, that didn't happen. And if it would have happened, I would have messed it up. And so I like the fact that I'm just in the moment every day, and I ask the people that I work with to stay in the moment because, you know, I ask people not to negotiate with the divine. And when you make a list, you're like saying, I'll do this, but that's all I'm going to do, okay? I'm going to negotiate these things with you instead of just going, I'm in, I surrender, I let go, thank you. So.
2: No doubt about it. The place you're standing in right now, you might think three years from now that's where you want to be. But it just, I always look back to the. You know, the guy I really wanted to be with in high school, or I could also say the gal, but, you know, <laughs> I really right. wanted, I had them picked, like, you're the one, oh my God, you're the one. You know, I sang all those Barry Manilow songs, and I can't live without you or anything, and I can't go on with my life and all that. Right. And then you see them 10 years later, and you go, oh, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank oh, you, Think, yeah. think, 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 that that never happened, you know what a blessing. So it's so. Well, I was meeting with a group of people last evening about um, the value of going uh, to Abhijanya, and how I found so many you know moments of that to be uh, so powerful. And the question was asked to me: Well, do you want to go if you don't need a healing? And I said. I've never met anybody that didn't need healing. You know, I've never, I've never witnessed anyone that didn't, you know, wasn't ready for a healing. And because people associate healing often with broken or something on the physical plane, you know, versus esteem, uh, confidence, um, awareness. Energy, you know, all different kind of things. Speak to us about that, wise one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, people ask me that question too about, you know, should I go to Avignon? I, mean, I don't really feel ill. And I'm like, you know, it's an opportunity to set yours to do some deep soul healing to, to address things that you may never able be able to address anyplace else. You know, and what I know about the word healing is. That I've taken it away from, I've taken that word away from everything that I talk about for me and all of my printed material. Nothing says anything about shaman or healer or healing because healing is again a really tight definition and everybody has their own definition of what that means. And so you either go to a healer or don't go to a healer based on your definition. And you know, John of God is John of God, you know he you know people call him different things but you go there expecting to have an amazing experience whatever that is i mean that's what i tell people and and that's what i want people to have with me is an amazing experience and it it's likely not going to be what you thought it was going to be but it's always going to be exactly what it should have been you know um so again I, you know Abidjan is a wonderful place i've been down for a couple of years but uh you know, it's it, it's a place to be in an enormous energy for days at a time and meet people from all over the world, and it's it's quite a quite an experience.
2: Absolutely, and for those of you that are listening, and you have a community, um, a, a group, uh, be it whatever new thought uh, community you're in or otherwise, Robs, who you want to get to come, because you got to have it right within your own home, within the, your own dwelling place, your own sanctuary uh, because it, it's very, very powerful um, we're going to take a short break and while we do go to Rob W-E-R-G-I-N dot com that's Rob dot com and appreciate all of you in your ongoing contributions to Unity Online Radio we're featured throughout the world now and you are the one that is making the difference, we'll be right back
1: Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at The Intentional Spirit at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes.
2: And welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Rob Worgan. He is an energy and life transformation. Oh, he is all that and then some. What can I say? That's what he specializes in. You cannot be with him in your life, not transform. That's for sure. And so, Rob, there have been so many people through the years, I've seen many here within our own community. You've been here three or four times, and we book you every year, sometimes twice a year. uh, Because I think that this is uh, one of the places that that we are going. Um, As Ernest Holmes would say in The Science of Mind, we spend way too much time in theory and not enough practice. And I I think that many of us leaders in new thought – We love seeing evidence, you know, because we've certainly talked it. I mean, we've kind of got our talks down, hopefully, by now, (laughs) you know, and our messages, all with the best intention. But there's something about seeing these modern-day miracles that we're all craving that uh, because that's where, if we are doing our work, if we are engaged in surrendering ourselves, then... People such as you, the, the the healers, we anticipate that you would be popping up all over the place, if you will, because we have developed a consciousness in which we believe that that is possible. We don't need to go in the throes of India or somewhere else. We would anticipate many people doing it so it's twofold excitement for me when it comes to you It's the work that you do that i've seen the stroke victim i've seen the mother that's lost her son that looks like immense soul off rejuvenate again i mean i i've seen it i've i've seen the arm that won't move that now moves uh i've seen the person not walking that then walks i i get that part and the other value is that you encourage others to surrender to see what they would be able to do for themselves what their healing work might entail. I find that very exciting.
3: Me too me too. And I love I love doing the groups because like tonight I'm doing a big group at the Unity of the Blue Ridge um, here in Asheville and you know there'll be 100 200 people who know so many people and and everyone in that space, will not only witness something that's outside of their logic and reason what someone might call a miracle but they'll also feel something to be in that space and you know i've i've made it really clear that what I, my goal you know is to get to as many people as i can you know and Temple and i we laughed about doing a big stadium one time down in St. Pete and you know and because the more people you get together the, the more powerful the energy is and when people witness something happening before their very eyes, it gives them the confidence and the hope that that's possible for them too. And, you know, often in these big groups, people are sitting in the back row or sitting on the side or I remember that one of the times at, at your your place, Temple, there was a young, I think it was a young boy in the back, maybe in the same family of that girl that, that had migraine headaches forever and he came reluctantly and was sitting in the back so he could run out the door and, you know, by the end of the event, his migraines were gone. And, you know, so it's not just witnessing something, it's, it's, being, it's participating in the energy that's available so that change can occur within your body as well. You know, and then, so I, I'll be at the Unity Church here tonight and I'll be at Mile High Church this weekend and then you know, I, I try to do as many large groups as I can. I'm doing a, an event at Omega this year in August, which I'm really proud of because I know how picky they are about bringing people like me up there. So, if, you know, I'll be in uh, Omega August 5th, 6th, and 7th for a whole weekend of, of work. So that'll be really exciting. So, uh, you know, my goal is to spread this out. And I, and I do these big groups so people can see, you know, can see what's possible. Uh, and, again, it's not theory. It's not in a book. It's actually seeing something happen with your own eyes that brings you that possibility That's it's available for you as well.
2: Well, that's a great uh, birthday present from the universe this year to put you right there in August, right there at,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. right
2: yep. at Omega yep. or August. Right,
3: right before, yep. Pretty,
2: pretty cool. Uh, no doubt about that. <clears throat> and you're doing the? Are you doing two days? I mean, I'm on the website of Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, and it says that you're doing. Is it like Friday a weekend? night,
3: all day Saturday and Sunday?
2: Great! Oh, that's.
3: And we're also doing. Uh, we're doing something in Omega on Saturday night, which isn't on there, but we're doing a large group healing uh, event for everybody that's at Omega on that Saturday night. It'll be a, like, big, huge event. Everybody gets to come if they wish and participate in a large group event. So we're going to touch a lot of people that weekend, and I'm really excited.
2: Uh, this would be a time for you to really get up, up close and personal, to have the experience and to have a, a whole weekend just immersed in the energy of that and to be at Omega. I mean, you get a big yeah. t- for one there. <laughs>
3: Exactly right. Just experience walk the campus. yep exactly
2: well, do you find that uh with your work that uh, does it come in seasons but sometimes you're working with <laughs> a lot of cancer people, sometimes you're working with a lot of um, healers that want to expand um, is there any rhyme or reason to? of what you see in your in your work? I know here is Signs of Mind practitioners and, and Unity chaplains and those uh, of us that are the leadership team here, we, we see the rhythms, you know, uh, things mm-hmm. coming through sometimes, uh, financial or, you know, whatever it happens to be. Do you see that in your work?
3: I used to see it a lot more than I see it now. Um, but what I notice now is it's more... Uh, I guess it's a common theme, but it's not a common outcome. In other words, it could be uh, a self worth issue that is either creating scarcity in money, or scarcity in a relationship, or scarcity in something else. But they're coming for the outcome, not the source. You know, and I'm noticing a lot more cancer diagnosis lately. I see an awful lot of people with cancer, and. You know, people just seem to be getting diagnosed with that a lot lately. And, you know, which is quite fascinating for me. And my advice is to peel that label that somebody stuck on you off and put your own label, you know, on on the windshield, which you wanted to say. But, yeah, there's a definite rhythm in it. You know, it happens, you know, the planetary stuff right now is really pushing people's buttons and i you know people are kind of freaked out because these quote five planets are in retrograde which you know people hear that and they automatically go to i think the negative and and i like to say to people you know i love it when a planet is in retrograde but great and then now there's five in there which gives us this really powerful energy that's coming to us that's that's activating some deep 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 part of our soul that's vibrating now because it can be released using this energy to get it out. And so instead of looking at a retrograde as a negative thing, I like to look at these retrogrades and these planetary infusions of light as opportunities to be free of the past. And so there's a lot of people like right now because of all the planetary stuff that are getting shaken loose with their relationships or their jobs or their money or And all those things right now, and and it's a wonderful time to set yourself free.
2: That's a great way of framing it, for sure. Uh, You know, and a lot of people, we don't need to give them one more reason as to, you know, why something isn't working in their lives.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they love to find them. Yeah, I know, it's the Mercury retrograde. It happens this way every time, and i like, we'll stop creating that cycle let's create a different cycle
2: good luck with that it's going to be happening a lot and a lot and a lot and how many times in your life so it's an awareness but let's move on they say right um Mm -hmm. have you uh in your experience with uh cancer and i know um you know you and i have shared many talks about the shaman path and and the energy of that um in, in reference to it cancer actually it gets in the ethereal body, correct? It gets into the yes. the universal the energy field of that particular individual. And have you had? Um, I know you have, so it's okay, question come natural to me. I'm glad I'm not speaking. <laughs> All right let me let me get this question out. Thank you. Um, I'm sure you've had people say, well, I went last week for my second X-ray, and they said there's nothing there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've had those experiences mm-hmm. many
3: times. I have, I have it a lot of times. Yeah, and 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 I have the opposite experience, which is people will come to me and go through the motions of the work and go have the PET scan or the MRI or the blood or whatever it is, and things have not gotten better or have gotten worse. You know, and, and it's it's been really fascinating for me. I'm not a doctor, and I don't profess to be one. Well I don't even understand chemistry, but I do understand what I see happening in the body. And, you know, it's really clear to me that if someone is really ready to, to take that label of that diagnosis off, and completely surrender to the divine and and trust and believe that that you have the right, you have the divine right to let your body be filled with divine light, then that's what you'll get. Or if you believe that you have whatever the doctor told you you have, and that was somehow your karma or your path, or you agreed to this before you came onto this planet, that's exactly what you'll have. And, you know, I've seen people that were days away from dying that aren't dead, you know, and I've seen people that had no reason to die that did. And the difference to me is how they believe, how what they believe in is their, quote, fate, or what they believe in is, quote, their path to be on. And, you know, we have free will, so we can choose our own path. And those who choose their own path of of health and wealth and you know all those things get that and it's really fascinating it used to really bother me because I took it all personally and now I just understand that that's somebody's divine right to make a decision and you know they can do whatever they want it's their body and sometimes you, sometimes the ones who believe it not, not sometimes always the ones who know and trust and believe that they are really healthy end up that way and I've got uh, there's a wonderful video on my on my website that was just filmed a couple months ago here in Asheville of a woman who, you know, was told that she had cancer and her blood and her bone marrow was shrinking and her bone density was shrinking and all these things were bad and that she needed to do all these things and and she came to see me and and I think I saw her once you know and she was a good science of mind person that really had a good way of framing things and. And she went back to the doctor, and the doctor sat there and just said, wow, 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 your bone density's returned, and your blood's better than it's ever been, and there's no cancer in your body. And, you know, she could have easily made the choice to follow the path that Western medicine can take you down, but she didn't. She changed her thoughts. She thanked her body every day for being healthy. She thanked the divine every day for bringing her divine light. And she got the result that that she wanted. And it it was really amazing, you know, to her friends and the doctor was amazed. I always love to have the doctors go, wow, that's a good good diagnosis from a doctor. Wow.
2: That's our best words, right? (laughs) What would you say has been one or two of the most profound experiences that you've had since you've been doing this?
3: You know, honestly, Temple, I would say one of them was when I saw you last, uh, in that service, you know, and I think it was the second service that I was there and, you know, um, I was just minding my own business sitting in the back of the church just enjoying the service and you he said, hey, Rob, why don't you come up here? And there was that, that man who had had a severe stroke who was right in the front row and he couldn't move his arm and he looked really unhappy and all those things. And, you know, um, he, he didn't He didn't come there to, to see me. I, I, he just came there, I believe, and I think that was kind of a random thing, too. And he just happened to be sitting in the front row, and you happened to call me up, and we happened to pull him up for 10 minutes' worth of, you know, work. And the transformation in his face and in his body and his arm movement and his posture and everything, you know, that everyone saw um, – was just astounding to me. You know, just astounding. Um, and again, I've, I see, I've been seeing this for 13 years, and these events still just take my breath away because they're so incredible.
2: Absolutely. You know? To him, it was just another day. He he had been yeah. coming um, for about a year, maybe oh, even honey. longer. You know, time is a weird thing. But he had been coming for quite some time, he and his wife, and it was very apparent You know, the level that it took and the energy that it took for him just to get to the car inside the sanctuary. And Mm -hmm. he, I've never seen the guy smile, you know, and not that I'm implying that he had a reason to. Do you know what I mean? But it, it was such an effort, but he kept showing up and I had just great admiration for him that he would show up. You know, and feel that he benefited energetically from being around really, you know, high vibration kind of high people. And and I just had that, you know, kind of last minute thought to you of, well, let's get him to come up. You know, of all the people. And it, I tell you, it's been so great seeing him. He just, he has improved significantly. And the smile that's on his face now. It's measurable. It's like okay. such a pleasure. So I I can only imagine. Ha, have you had any um, incredible experiences working with children?
3: Well, you know, I'll never forget uh, the first or second time I was at your church, you know, a few years ago when I was working on an autistic child up in front. And I remember seeing all these parents, like literally jumping out of their seats and running out the back door. And and I, you know, my human mind went, oh, I'm, I've offended somebody. They're all leaving, you know, and what they were doing was running home to get their children. Mm. And, you know, oh, that's we right. remember that. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. And, and, oh, and then yes. The, next night, the next night we had like 10 autistic kids up in the front. And, you know, and to me an autistic or whatever they're being labeled are these gifted beings that that are so advanced and you know there's just a little bit of an energy scramble we had a we had a uh, we were in boston a week or so ago and we had a large group and a mother brought her i think 15 year old autistic son up that wouldn't look at anybody he just kind of looked down you know he just had all those kind of traits and you know i worked on him in front of the group for five minutes maybe and he started making eye contact with everybody and started smiling. And then at the end of the event, he was engaging with people just like he was a normal, you know, just perfect child. And, you know, we've had good reports from that. So, I, what I found with children is that they're a whole lot easier and more, much more receptive than, than we are because they haven't been programmed for 40 or 50 years to do whatever they've done. They're just kind of these, these, um uh, souls that are are innocent you know they're still innocent and haven't been completely captivated by whatever they've been told and they're willing to let go and so I love working with kids we have a a woman that um, has I think she's 11 year old daughter who uh, weighed like 60 pounds and was completely I can't remember the diagnosis but she's was crippled they had to carry her she couldn't lift her head she did not talk. She had, Her eyes wouldn't make contact with you. She was like this, you know, almost like vegetable-like little human being, 11 years old. And they started bringing her to my Boston groups. And so I see her every month when I'm in Boston. And we saw her last week. And, you know, here's a woman, here's a, here's a being that was completely disabled to the point where she, you know, it just was kind of like they fed her and, and bathed her and there was no other interaction. Well, she's now starting to talk. She's starting to do math. Her back is as straight as it can be. She's sitting up. She makes eye contact. Um, the, the, the special school where she goes, the people are just amazed at how different she is. And, you know, it, that was a pretty severe challenge for this little girl. And yet she's making these dramatic improvements, and I'm literally only spending time with her directly once a month and a couple times during the month on the phone. But, you know, this, this little soul is is going to really become an amazing young lady if, you know, she keeps this progress up. So kids are great. I love working with kids. Kids and animals are just innocent and easy. Us, us adults are the ones that are stubborn sometimes.
2: They don't get in the way of it, you know. No, no. Just... do they're like, you want me to let this go? Oh, okay. They're like, let's
3: yeah. let's do it. Let, <laughs> let, let's just do it.
2: Uh, let's, let's really really do it. Do you offer any level of uh, teaching or instruction to work with people in discovering? Or you, know, you seem to be very clear about what you're here to do, and I I admire that. You know, um, you, you're just bringing that uh, transformative energy. To wherever you are, and um, I, you know, as Unity and other uh, New Thought communities was founded on the premise of often people had healings or revealings, you know, and 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 so it. And doing some research on that, it's, it's always talking about, like Emma Curtis Hopkins, one of the greatest teachers that taught Holmes, taught the Fillmore's, Uh, never is a sick person coming before me to be healed, but a whole person coming before me to be recognized. And mm-hmm. what they said about her is that she held such, such a presence in her classroom that, sometimes the invalid would walk in and they would walk out whole they would walk out like walking like literally mm-hmm. walking and there's something about that 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 presence is it is it innate is it something we can over time get I mean do you have any sense about that or are you going to do like Louise Hay and say I don't know why you asked me that question
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's not me you know
2: um,
3: there were several questions and what you said one of the I, you know one of the things i learned a long time ago is that we all have very special gifts and for one person to try to teach another person the gift that they have to another person probably doesn't work and so my my intention is always to give people as much information as i have mm-hmm. um, uh, and let them Open up to what's available to them. You know, and so, so when I do work, and you know this temple, I'm, you know, I'm chatting, I'm chatty Cathy while I'm doing the work because I want people to understand what's going on so they can relate it to their own physical body or their emotional body. And, and, you know, what I find is that a lot of people that I work with, because before we started working with them, they were covered with their own emotional slime or their chaos or their confusion or whatever you want to call the energies that were around them. They they really could never understand what it felt like to have a direct connection with the divine. And once we start doing the work and they start bringing forth their direct connection to the divine, it becomes very clear to people what, what it is they're here to do or what their gifts are or, you know, a lot of people change direction because all of a sudden the communication that they're having that their soul is having is with the divine, not with their mind. And, you know, so do I teach? I'm always teaching when I'm working, whether it's somebody on the phone or in a large group. And my one of my purposes, I, I feel, is to help people open up so they can understand who they really are and start using the gifts that they really have, not what they thought they have. And, you know, and I also say to people, you know, the only difference between me and you, not you, Temple, but the only difference between me and people that I talk to is that the only difference is that I know and I trust and I believe without a doubt that when I call forth the divine, the divine comes forth. And there's no hesitation, there's no question, there's no doubt, there's no wondering if it worked or not. It's, bam, it's there. And... Most people, including me, before I started doing this work, would, you know, kind of like maybe say a prayer or wonder if it ever worked or had all these doubts or whatever, all these filters around it. And I say, no, just, just know and trust and believe that when you ask for help, help is there. And it may not be what you think it's going to be. Just get out of the way and let the help be there with you. And so I spend a lot of time talking about how easy it actually is to connect and how hard we've made it you know we we read these books that say we have to do all these things we have to do all these ceremonies you know I'll I'll never forget years ago I was working with somebody that was designing a website for me and when I first started doing this work I, I believed that I had to have my altar in the room with me and all the crystals had to be facing the right way and the eagle feather had to be this way and I had to smudge, and I had to say this prayer, and I had to do these things. And if I didn't do all these things, then I couldn't connect with the divine. And, you know, that's just how I believed it. And I was at this meeting without my ego feather, without my crystals, without my medicine bag, even just working on a website. And this woman had an extraordinary experience that the beings that were working with me said, hey, Rob, you you need to intervene with her right now. Mm-hmm. And I started having this argument with my Guys, like I can't. I don't have my feather. I don't have my crystals. I don't have my medicine bag. My altar's not here. I haven't said the right <laughs> prayers. Really, you know, seriously. And oh yeah, like, I know exactly it, what right? you're talking about. Uh huh. And just do it. And I'm like, but I can't. And they said, just do it. And so I just took a deep breath, and in that moment, I realized that that we don't need all that stuff. You know, we just need the trust and the belief that when you take a deep breath and bring the divine into your body, that it's there. And, yeah, it's cool to have all these crystals. I still have my crystals and things, but I don't rely on them to do the work because I know that I'm divinely connected already, and all I have to do is accept it. That's it. It's not that difficult. And so what I say to people is just your breath is your connection to the divine. Take a deep breath and know that you're being filled with the divine with your breath. That's as hard as it is to connect.
2: And so let's just take that energy in, everyone, and just know the value and really, really hear that consciousness of being in the presence. Uh, take time to go to Rob Morgan's website, R-O-B-W-E-R-G-I-N, roborgan.com. You can learn more about him. You can find out in August him being at Omega, Mile High, various communities throughout the country. You definitely want to to make sure that you're at one of these events. It will transform your life. Rob, thank you so much for being with us. I'll look forward to seeing you in October, or who knows how many times we'll be together yeah. on the journey. You are <laughs> amazing. Know. And thank you for being on the show today. For those of you that love these types of shows, uh, please continue to join us and join me either at templehaze.com or firstunity.org. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you, Rob.
3: Thank you, Temple. Many blessings.
1: Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehayes.org.
0: The more we learn about life, the more we realize life never stands still. Life is in a constant state of growth and change. In our individual lives, we may resent change or even resist it. We often forget that our resistance doesn't stop life from changing. Our resistance keeps us locked into a negative mindset and blocks our acceptance and enjoyment of life's constant diversity and variety. Learn to recognize change as a stepping stone to greater growth and good. Meet life's changing conditions with courage and optimism. Changing your thoughts helps you change your actions and can result in positive changes in you and the world around you. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org.
5: Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free every Friday at 2 p.m. Central here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
4: At Metaphysical Rock 2, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
5: Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free every Friday at 2 p.m. Central here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
5: I'll light a candle in your name Do you
0: experience